Well, hello out there, boys and girls in DDT land. It is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, I've returned from my time away. I'm a little refreshed, and I am delighted to see that Doc Manson at Doc Manson uh, did a mailbag. Um, he answered all of the email. I'm delighted and, and just the slightest bit perturbed. Just a little. Just, 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 just a scant amount perturbed. Uh, because answering your email <clears throat> is one of my favorite things. So what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to answer your emails. I'm going to gloss over it, though. I also want to talk a little bit about stomping grounds because there is a pay-per-view coming up. I'm going to guess Doc Manson hasn't watched any wrestling. Um, but let me just breeze through some. I can't believe he responded to Tony. That was funny. Doc Manson is an entertaining guy. I know he doesn't like doing the solo shows, but it's good practice for him when uh, Horrid launches. I hope you're going to. I'm going to listen to that show, and I don't even like horror movies. I know I've said that before. Um, Danielle Uno. I am an Uno machine. <clears throat> I, I, you know, I play Uno. I've played Uno with family. I've played Uno with, with students in the past. I'm an Uno machine. Um, the fact that there is a Ghostbusters Uno, I think you've, you've stumbled onto it. I'm looking at one right now and I'm talking primarily, although this is, there's a Mattel Uno version that's only $5 and 18 cents on Amazon, but it is the Melissa McCarthy version. And there's nothing wrong with that move. I actually enjoyed that quite a bit. Kate McKinnon was amazing in it, but, um, we're going to have to find the, the legit version uh doc if if you get it i will teach you how to play uno and so will your wife i have a i have a sneaking suspicion i have played uno with her as well um let me see here i think we're on to something though because uh now that i've done that ghostbusters board games what else can we play because this is how to get him in uh, let's see. Castle Panic. That's not one. Uh, Ghostbusters, the board game. Ghostbusters 2, the board game. But I'm not spending $59. Uh, let's see here. Slimer, Sea Fright Expansion Pack. Ghostbusters Monopoly, $46. Ghostbusters Blackout. So really what we're saying here is uh, if you would like Besties testes. Oh, that's awkward. If you would like um, to to hear Doc Manson and <clears throat> hopefully myself play these these Ghostbusters games, you can buy them. We'll get a PO box hopefully and uh, and you can send them to us. But yeah, I'm I'm a big I'm a big Uno fan. Um let's see. Spam Spam and spiced ham. Now, I'm pretty sure spiced ham is not Capicola, Doc. I'm pretty sure it's and it's a its own thing. Um, I like the idea of having you know two individuals. I don't. I'm never going to be okay calling them testes, so don't think that's going to happen. Um, but I like the idea of involving our besties in. In our taste tests, yeah. Maybe it's them sending audio. Maybe we get them on the show. Maybe they come on the show proper and, you know, they have the food. We have the food. We all taste it together. You know, logistics is going to be the only problem with that. Uh, it's difficult enough 
for Doc and I to coordinate. Here we are two weeks without an official uh, show. You know, my goal of trying to get DDT Wrestling's five-year, four-year anniversary to sync up with its 200th episode is probably over with and done now. Um, but yeah, at some point, I'm, I'm waiting to hear back from from Doc Manson to see what his schedule is like, because I've got some free time now and would love to 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 eat some... I, well, I wouldn't love to eat Spam, but I will for you if we cook it. I am not eating it raw. Uh, Mitchell, Fighter Fest. You know, I, I agree with Doc in this sense. I'm never going to be okay spending $50 on a pay-per-view. It's just not going to happen. I stopped watching wrestling for a very long time, and part of the reason was... It was too much money. I wasn't going to buy the pay-per-views. And when you're not watching the pay-per-views, you kind of fall away from watching the weekly programming. Um, But them having free events is going to, you know, if they're doing four $50 shows a year, $200 divided by 12 is a more reasonable amount to ask. If you ask now, what they should do is they should have some sort of subscription service where... For, you know, $99 a year, you get all of the pay-per-views, you get access to, you know, whatever. Ring of Honor had a a decent idea with their Honor Club. The problem was, you know, a discount's not going to be enough. But you can get people to spend more than $9.99 a month. But I'm interested to see what's, what's going on. Um... With AEW, again, I think All Out will be 50 or $60. I I can't see. Now, I understand this guy's a billionaire, this Tony Khan. I understand he's a billionaire, but uh, they got to make money. And the TNT deal is not, not going to be enough. So I am interested in AEW going forward, but you're not going to get me to spend $50 on a show. Sorry. Uh, Glenn, he's enjoying the draft. Thank you, Glenn. I appreciate that. Uh, We are going strong in the DDT draft. There are three draft pools going right now. We're in a bit of a lull. Um, You know, it happens. There are certain times of the day where action is fast and furious, and I'm updating the draft board as quickly as we can, and there are times where there's a lull, and I'm enjoying the lull now because I can talk to you, my besties. Um... But it's it's going good. I'm enjoying the draft. We're going to try the all-time draft, which is always a little more chaotic because now you can draft anyone. If I want uh, George Hackenschmidt from 1905, I can draft George Hackenschmidt from 1905. Uh, but if you did a draft of the top five famous people, Jim Carrey is going to be probably the you – know, I heard Doc say Jim Carrey. Yes, definitely. Um, I was influenced by Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon made me want to learn more about wrestling. Bobby Heenan made me want to be more of that sarcastic, jokey, funny uh, type persona. So I would throw them in there. Jim Carrey was all the rage uh, when Doc and I were chillins. Um, Let me see. Who else? Who else? Who else? You know, as a little kid, I guess... Bret Hart, because he was the first wrestler I really loved, although I didn't start wearing pink. I did put people in the sharpshooter a lot, so I guess that would count. Um, and then we get to, you know, the the cast of Who's Line. I was not a Monty Python fan as a kid. I came into Monty Python late and still 
probably haven't seen nearly as much Monty Python as a lot of people think I have. Um, but, you know, Colin Mockery, Ryan Stiles, Tony Slattery, the uh, the UK Who's Line, I ate that up. Mike McShane, um, he was a bigger guy who could sing and, you know, perform and do all of that. I liked that. So, you know, those were the type of people um, who influenced me, I think. It's kind of hard to, to go back and think about. Glenn, you always have good questions. I feel like we might need Glenn to ask a question and we don't answer it for a week, and we have to actually remember to answer it because Glenn's questions are always very thought-provoking. Um, I don't care about the belts or Ross Foreman. Ah, the ultimate breakfast. Here's another one. You know, um, I'm not a breakfast fan. I think that's – oh, somebody made a draft pick, of course. As soon as I said something, I knew that was going to happen. Uh, I'm ignoring it. Focus, focus. Uh, I'm not a big breakfast fan. I don't eat eggs. At all. Like, I'll eat them in stuff, but I don't even like French toast that much because it tastes kind of eggy to me. Um, I enjoy pancakes. I enjoy bacon. Sausage is okay. Uh, toast and bagels and things are good. Um, I may have said this before. Uh, I enjoy uh, kind of like a home fry hash dish. Uh, I'll put a recipe for this in the DDT cookbook if we uh, if that ever gets off the ground. Um, you know, it's uh, potatoes, onions. Uh, I like throwing carrot in there. People put tomatoes in it. I don't like tomatoes, so that's out. Broccoli, spinach, whatever vegetables you like with the potatoes. Um, you can put bacon in there. Uh, and then some cheese. And you cook it all together, and it's this delicious um, kind of hashy sort of thing that uh, I love a lot. Um, so that would be my ultimate breakfast, maybe that and, you know, uh, an English muffin or a bagel. Uh, you can give me a Bialy even, and I'm happy. Um, but really, though, if we're being honest, Glenn, if we're being honest, uh, my ultimate breakfast is leftover Chinese food from the night before. Yeah, that's when I'm happy. Uh, Danielle, uh, I'm not even going to touch... The laptop issue. That was a perfect email for Doc Manson to answer because I know nothing about computers. Doc Manson actually helped my parents build uh, a computer they got me for Christmas one year. Um, well, we can argue as to whether or not he helped or he said he was going to help and then didn't help. Stories differ. But um, uh, birthdays, uh, you know, I'm a little more birthday friendly than doc he's kind of in that you know it's just another day yada sort of thing um but i'm more into experiences and i'll agree with doc what he said which was you know you get to a certain age and a certain level of financial comfort and you no longer need things like you know somebody asks what do you want for your birthday you're like i buy what i want you know, uh, gift cards to things are good. Gift cards to subscription services. Uh, you know, between Christmas and my birthday, I usually don't pay for WWE Network. If I'm being honest, I get gift cards. Um, Netflix sometimes is a gift card sort of situation. Um, those are always good. I like celebrating kind of the week. Um, so that's nice. But I like experiences. I like going places, doing things, making meals for people, that, that sort of thing is... Uh, it's good. Uno can be a long game. Uno can be a very long game. And I don't know how 
how you play it, Danielle. But, uh, you know, I've had students in the past who have played it and it's not just when somebody wins the game's over. It's well, who comes in second, who comes in third, who comes in fourth. It, it can take all day. It can take all day. Uh, Bosque, Forest, uh, mayonnaise cake. No, no, thank you. I don't like mayonnaise either. Eggs, tomatoes, mayonnaise. There are many foods that a lot of people love that I just don't. I don't do. I don't do mayonnaise. Um, I'm worried about Bray Wyatt. I love the Firefly Funhouse. He looks like he's having fun. But he's got to win. That's the, that's the thing we're missing here. He's got to win. And win a lot. The Undertaker, that gimmick shouldn't have worked. He was an Undertaker. Um, but... He had the size, he had the charisma, and he won almost all the time. He won a world title from Hogan. Yeah, it was a screwy finish um, in 1991. You know, very soon after making his debut, I believe he made his debut Survivor Series 1990. Within a year, he beats uh, Hulk Hogan for the title. Hulk Hogan. Uh, you know, yes, it's a screwy finish. Ric Flair slides a chair in. This is back when Ric Flair was in WWF. The title winds up being held up. It goes to the winner of the Royal Rumble 92, which is Ric Flair, greatest rumble of all time. Um, but he won all the time. Bray Wyatt, bear with me here. Let me go to one of my favorite websites, profightdb.com. Although I'm also getting keen on cage match. They actually have some more more things. Bray Wyatt, his win-loss record. Now, this is according to ProFightDB.com. They might be missing things. Um, his WWE uh, win-loss record, he has won 31% of his matches. You can't build a star with 31% of your matches. He's won 208 out of... He's lost 453. So, now... Yeah, and on pay-per-view, he's at 52%. So when you're winning only half the time, and I understand this is the era so many of you would say of the 50-50 booking, he's got to win. He's got to go between now, whenever he makes his debut, maybe it's Sunday, maybe it's not, between now and the next WrestleMania, he's got to win every match decisively. Not screwy finishes, not relying on a family to come and help him. He's got to just beat you down until WrestleMania at least. I'd go even further, but I'm a big Bray Wyatt fan. So, yeah, but I'm worried, Bosk. Uh, you know, that's got to be the key. If they go all in on him, it's awesome. If he puts on this mask and does all this stuff and loses, we've wasted our time. All right, stomping grounds. Thank you for the emails, by the way. I apologize to Doc. I'm not trying to... Uh, steal your thunder. I just, you had things that seemed like they needed answers. Um, it's a good show. You know, I tweeted this out a couple of days ago. WWE pay-per-views seem to be, you know, you, you almost forget they're happening. They suddenly sneak up on you. You're not sure the storylines are very good, but then you look at the match card and you go, wow, there's a lot of decent matchups on this. And we come out of the card almost always um, favorably. Maybe it's not the best thing since sliced bread, but we come out of those shows being like, hey, this was 
this was pretty good. This was a sneaky good show, and I have full expectations for that for Stomping Grounds. Yes, it's a dumb name. Yes, I can give you a better one, and last week's uh, Pontificasts or whatever it was, uh, you know, this should be when NXT alumni go home. That's what Stomping Grounds is, when NXT alumni go home. But the show's good. You know, you've got... We'll start at the top. You've got your universal title match. I do think it's Brock Lesnar is going to be the referee. I don't think it's Heyman. Um, I think it's Brock Lesnar. Although Heyman would work, I suppose. Um, Kofi and Dolph in a steel cage. Both of those guys, very good. The match should be good. I'm not wild about steel cage matches, but it should be a lot of fun. The women's matches should be good. Um, Let's see. There's a lot of title matches Alexa's going to win. Sorry, Bailey. Uh, Alexa's going to win. Ricochet's going to win. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Otis and Tucker win. Uh, only reason is, you know, we saw this on Raw. I, I don't know if I watched the same show. I caught up on Raw. I watched some of the Hulu. Why is it that so many people complained that Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins was two minutes and then got interrupted. They wrestled afterwards. Uh, and I think maybe the backlash of that, this was a little tease. I wouldn't be surprised to see Daniel Bryan move to Raw with the wild card thing and wrestle Seth Rollins. That would be a SummerSlam match. Seth Rollins versus Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship. That's SummerSlam caliber. Um, oh, <laughs> make it an Iron Man match if you just just for me. Just for me, WWE, please make it an Iron Man match. Um, so I could see Otis and Tucker winning, if only because it gives, you know, the Viking Raiders an opportunity for a big Hoss match for those tag team titles. Um, since the Revival seem to, I hope they're going to hold on to the Raw titles for a while. It might make more sense for the Viking Raiders to jump over to SmackDown. Um so, yeah, I'll go ahead and say it. I'll make the prediction. Uh, Alexa Bliss, Ricochet, and Heavy Machinery are new champions by the end of uh, Stomping Grounds. That's it. But, yeah, you know, it's going to be a good show. Uh, even the New Day versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, that's going to be an excellent match. I'm not sure where it goes. Hey, you want to take Viking Raiders out of the equation? Owens and Zayn versus Otis and Tucker would be amazing. What a great way for Otis and Tucker to really look like stars to wrestle two of the biggest guys on the roster. Uh, I don't buy any of the reports that Sami Zayn's in trouble because he tried to raise money for Syria. If they're going to punish people for doing good, that's bad. Uh, So, yeah, this show is going to be good. I think we're going to come out on Monday. I'll be on Twitter on Monday, and people will be happy with this show. Uh, even if Roman Reigns does beat Drew McIntyre, even if I think it's going to be a good show. Uh, I hope this was a good show. I'll make it under the 20 minutes. I wanted it to be a pod blast. How exciting. I'm DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. The email is podcast at ddtwrestling.com. Please send us your thoughts for next week's show. Uh, I'm away a bit again next week, but I'm going to make sure doc and I have a chance to chat with each other. Cause it's been far too long and I miss his beautiful face until we meet again, my friends. Won't you be our bestie? Do it. Be it. Be our bestie. Come on. Come on. See you next time.